Welcome to today's episode. My name is Nadia Felsch. I'm an anti-diet nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor. And in this podcast, we explore the practical aspects of leaving the diet mentality behind and finding your own food and body freedom. This episode is something a little different from me. I want to share with you and hopefully open the conversation, at least in your mind, but possibly with others around you as well. What's hard about leaving diet culture? I'm conscious that all of the amazing, great things about that experience, the brain space you get back, the energy you have, feeling more nourished, taking up more space in this world, taking care of yourself on your own terms, being yourself. These are all things that we do talk about, and that's important. They're not the full experience. So my intention with this episode is to normalize the human experience that is rejecting the status quo norms that we learn, that we've internalized as we are rewriting our narratives. Essentially, like let's normalize the hard parts. And I also want to provide you some insights of where to go from here. In this episode, I'm sharing five experiences with you, and at the end, I'm going to invite you to share yours with us as a community. So let's start with number one, the up and down journey that this is, leaving diet culture behind. So the majority of folks that I support tell me that they kind of get to this point where they are fed up. Maybe that's where you're at right now with how they are relating to food and how they fight their own body. So leaving diet culture is actually really born of this, their frustration. And initially, this can feel like a relief. You know, you're leaving behind counting calories and macros and points, weight, grams of sugar, reps at the gym. But that can also feel overwhelming, like you have no support. You could feel out of control or you fear you will be in this whole other new way. So additionally, as someone shared recently inside my Food and Body Freedom membership, the work of leaving diet culture behind is like peeling away layers of an onion. I think that's perfectly said. And this is inevitably an up and down journey. There's all kinds of emotions and experiences, and it's all normal. I invite you to acknowledge that and hopefully anticipate it rather than be surprised. So, The second hard experience about leaving diet culture is that it's likely a longer experience than we anticipate. So a lot can change really quickly when we leave diet culture. Professionally, especially where that means there's the right support, the right environment and intentionality, what I see are transformations around food in a matter of weeks, yes, even after years of diet culture immersion or a lifetime. So in months, someone's daily relationship to food in their body can actually look and feel completely different. So where there wasn't any trust or ease, there can be. And not all challenges will yet have been faced. Not all narratives have yet been unpacked, processed, and rewritten. It's simply just not possible. And that is hard. It's hard to face that. It's hard to have those bumps. It's also normal. And what I can say on this is that if the foundations are solid, 
the new challenges that you might face won't rock you as much. They're not as intense. They're not as harmful. And again, the right support, the right environment makes all of the difference. So the third hard experience about leaving diet culture behind, that it is still all around you. So you are doing all this brave, tough, liberating work. You are feeling a new ease and trust around food. It's kind of like no big deal now. You're able to spend less time and energy caught up on loathing your body. You might even be enjoying your body. And then your dear friend says, I feel fat today. Your office begins a health kick that is anything but and is actually really a diet. Your partner wants to be quote unquote good with food. Your doctor brings up your BMI. And this is all so hard. And it is very likely to happen, maybe not this close to you and maybe even closer to you. I'm often asked, well, how do we navigate this reality if, it, if it's the case? So crucially, let's acknowledge it as reality, as exactly what I said. It's in ads, it's on shows, it's online, it's the undercurrent of how we speak about food, health and bodies. It's everywhere. So again, if your foundations are solid The challenges that come your way will not rock you as much. You can see it for what it is, harmful, annoying, boring, so frustrating. You can attend to your own needs accordingly. You can resist where it's needed and osmotically influence. What I mean by that is that you existing as you do in your body without diet culture can influence those around you positively more often than not. It's also helpful to acknowledge that because diet culture is everywhere, some practices like noticing our thoughts and offering ourselves kindness and an alternative when they come up, these might always linger in some form. They might not be as loud or as hard, but they're there. So the fourth hard experience about leaving diet culture is that it can be isolating. You know, a moment ago, I shared some of these situations you could find yourself in, and it might be that leaving diet culture leaves you feeling isolated. You might work out you have differing values now from those around you. Consider how often you might have bonded with folks over body hate or a new juice cleanse that you're going to go on together. And now it might feel like you're at a loss as to how to bond, how to connect Hopefully there are other experiences and values to do that, possibly not. And how hard is that? I remember being at the beach a few years ago with a friend. We were in the water, we were chatting, and I noticed she got distracted. She actually was looking at someone else and she started commenting on their body. I was immediately bored, but also quite confronted. I remember I I knew this was normal for my friend to do. I knew it wasn't really something she even thought much about. It was just the norm, the status quo. And I also knew for me how I longed to keep going with the deep and interesting conversation that we were having. I didn't want to be interrupted by talking about someone's body. I I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to engage. And I also felt empathy for my friend because maybe I did that in the past as well. So we don't need to necessarily move away from folks, 
but we are likely going to need to look for community who gets this. What I also can share in my own personal experience is the immense joy and fulfillment that I have found in the friends I've made both online and in real life over the last few years. Folks who celebrate fat joy, queer joy, trans joy, black joy, folks who care about social justice, folks who care about me, just for me, and vice versa. Where if we do talk about food, it's how yummy something was or how we might eat at a certain place next time. And where the body talk is celebration, appreciation, admiration for our own and also reality, like this is hard, like having a body is hard. Find community. You deserve to be seen, to be heard, to be understood. It is so healing. And the fifth and final hard experience about leaving diet culture is that some foods and behaviors can feel like they are owned by diet culture. So off the top, meal prep, packing your lunch, fruit and vegetables, prioritizing movement, trying to drink more water. You get it. And this can feel like a slippery slope back to where you don't want to go. So hard. You ask yourself, am I restricting? Am I trying to limit myself? Am I being diety? Am I actually undoing all of the work I've done? Please hear this. You get to reclaim whatever you want and leave the rest. You get to feel your best from care and support. You get to feel hydrated, mobile, nourished, and rested. I say, fuck you to diet culture telling us any other way. Your intentions matter and they will make a difference, especially when you are unsure or worried. So for example, your why when you want to eat vegetables or prioritize movement, that's going to make a difference. As will the permission that I hope you can experience when you know all the options are valid and really relevant to the big picture. So for example, You say, I'm prioritizing movement because I want to feel mobile. I want to feel strong and capable in my body the best that I can. And I know that doesn't need to look like some movement or certain amounts of time that I need to do this every day. You say to yourself, I can start. I can see how I go. I can refine because this is for life. And that's very different. I hope you can hear the difference to I must run for an hour every day, no matter what. That's how I move. If you have experiences, hard experiences about leaving diet culture that you'd like to add, I invite you to share them in our Food and Body Freedom community. Let's connect on this community, remember? Join us for free on Facebook. There's also a link to the community in your podcast player and the show notes. If you found this episode helpful, DM me on Instagram. Let me know you've listened and share with me a light bulb moment of something that stood out to you. I would love to hear. For all of the links and the notes from today's exploration of what's hard about leaving diet culture, head to my website, nadiafelsch.com forward slash podcast. Alternatively, you'll find the link in your podcast player. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to being with you again soon.